In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Does that sound familiar? Those words are the acclamation of faith we have said throughout the season after Pentecost. For 26 weeks, we traveled together through the green growing season of our liturgical year. Some people call it ordinary time, but believe me, nothing this past year has been ordinary, has it? But today, things feel a little different. Outside, the world is hurtling towards Christmas, toward the celebration of a birth of a baby. And while the world has been telling us that the Christmas season started the day after Halloween this year, the church says, wait, wait, keep watch, and beware, for the world is ending. While the church cries out, signs will appear in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish, distraught at the roaring of the sea and waves. The world sings, you better watch out, you better not cry, because Santa Claus is coming to town. And in the back of our heads somewhere is this familiar refrain, Christ has died, Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Advent, the very word means come. This is the season of coming. Advent is not simply about waiting, waiting for Christmas or waiting for the birth of a baby. Advent is about coming, the coming of Christ. And we do have to wait for Christmas to come, but Christmas will come as it always does. The point isn't the waiting. The point is that in the midst of the darkness of our world, in the midst of all the trials and tribulations we live in, Christ will come. All around us, we can see signs of the end. Death is, in fact, everywhere. Galaxies collide and stars die. There is darkness, the end. Dreams die, and there is darkness, the end. Barriers between ourselves go up, bullets fly, bombs explode, people die. There is darkness, the end. And in the darkness of the end, we long for hope for peace, for love, and for joy. For many of us, the weeks leading up to Christmas can be nothing short of overwhelming. Rather than simply be and prepare our hearts to receive the coming Christ, we're told by commercials and movies, advertisements, family members, mostly by ourselves, that we need to do more to buy more, to decorate more, to cook more, to spend more. It's no wonder that this can be one of the most stressful and anxious times of the year. 
And what's more, who really wants to be a humbug at Christmas time? So oftentimes we bury those feelings deep down inside, not wanting to share those very real stresses and very real worries that we're feeling. And so while the world anxiously prepares for that perfect Christmas, hustling and bustling, we may huddle in the darkness of ourselves as parts of our world come to an end. We huddle in that darkness and long for that peace, hope, love, and joy. And something in our hearts keeps telling us over again, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. But what happens in the midst of all that darkness? For what do we wait and watch in the midst of that deep darkness that threatens to overwhelm us? Jesus said people will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. But into all this, Christ will come in his full glory, coming in a cloud. And when these things begin to happen, Jesus tells us to stand up and raise our heads because our redemption is actually drawing near. Of course, the things Jesus said were a lot to take in. He knew that those who heard him had a lot to process, just like we have a lot to process this morning sitting here. So Jesus told them a parable, a simple story to help illustrate his point. Look at the fig tree and all the trees, he says. You can see when they are budding, and they know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Now, the Gospel of Luke was written some 60 to 70 years after Jesus walked on the earth. Two or three generations had passed, since Jesus transformed the way his followers thought and lived. Since Jesus' death, there had been a revolution against the Roman occupation, which had been brutally crushed. The temple had been destroyed, and most of the religious leaders had fled into exile. Jerusalem was in ruins. The world, to many, was ending right there. So when the gospel writer writes that Jesus says, look at the fig tree, each and every person who read those words understood immediately what Jesus was getting at. The fig tree was a symbol that they all would have recognized, the Jewish people and the Gentile followers of Christ. That fig tree would have been recognized as a symbol of the religious establishment. Look at that fig tree. It lies in ruins. The people are hiding away in the darkness. But look closely, and you'll see it budding. Something is happening. There's new life, new growth. Do not despair when you look around and see that the world is coming to an end. As if you look closely, you'll see new life beginning to bud and grow. In our own pandemic world of today, we've seen more than our fair share of death 
death of family members and friends, but also deaths of establishments and ways of life we assumed would go on forever. Even right here at St. John's Church, we experienced many deaths. But you here this morning are a testament to our Christian hope and joy. Just like in that post-Roman Jerusalem, people will come together again. New life will emerge. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Advent is the season of coming. For when the world comes to an end, when our worlds come to an end, when the darkness is deep and thick and all seems as lost, watch and wait. Keep alert. Because Christ will come again. When a friend or stranger opens their ears to your pain, Christ comes and listens to your cries. When a friend or stranger asks, what can I do? Christ comes to heal your wounds. When a friend or stranger opens their heart to your worries, Christ comes to embrace you. Christ comes again and again and again, over and over into the darkness of our endings and listens embraces, heals, and strengthens us to spring forward into that new life. Christ comes again and again. Each time you place your hand on another's back in solidarity, each time you open your arms to embrace those who grieve, each time you reach into your pocket to help someone in need, each time you prepare a cup of water for the thirsty or a meal for the hungry, each time you lend your ear, each time you open your heart, Christ comes again and again. We are Christ's body, risen from the grave. The fig tree or any other tree will bloom and bud again. Summer will in fact arrive and darkness will always give way to light. But in the meantime, in the midst of our darknesses, Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again and again and again.